0: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life, it's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen.
1: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, I'm Sasha.
0: And I'm Sadie.
1: As you may know, or maybe you don't know yet, because you may have be turning into this podcast for the first time. We're a podcast dedicated to making your fitness and nutrition journey suck a lot less. Like we might be sweary at times, but that's part of being real and no bullshit, which is something we strive for.
0: We are very sweary at times, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> we're also powered by Little Movements Apparel. They have amazing, comfortable, kick ass athleisure gear that you are going to love because we love it and we're hella picky. The owners, Lindsay and Marissa, are all about empowering women and so are we. So check them out at littlemovementsapparel.com. You can use the code head at checkout to save 20% on your entire order. You can also find them on Instagram. That's where you can get their latest in stock updates at Little Movements Apparel. They post all their freshest drops there. So uh, they move fast, they sell out quickly. So make sure you follow them on Instagram to get their latest in-stock notifications.
1: They are amazing and we love them very much. Thank you. Um, Today I did want to take some time. I know that our last episode, if you caught it, was talking about building healthier habits. I think that's important to touch on at the beginning of the year, but I also didn't want to like dive into the like the nerdy stuff that we're going to be getting into soon without also talking again about setting yourself up for success, like meeting your goals in unprecedented times that we are living in currently. Um, We've talked about this before, but with this still being so close to the beginning of the year, as I mentioned, and the insanity that is the world around us and that keeps happening every day is different and more insane somehow. (laughs) We wanted to touch on this again.
0: Yeah, it's really important to know things like goal setting and to just, in general, just be in a good place with yourself because you aren't going to finish or even get very far in this journey if you're not okay with yourself. Um, And I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't tell you.
1: Yeah, like uh, we have talked about this before in our, both of our specific journeys, but starting from most people start this journey because they are unhappy with themselves or they hate Mm -hmm. themselves, or they're sick and tired of being sick and tired, um, or you just hate your body in general. You want it to just be healthier. Um, And I wanted to talk about the importance of starting from a place of love for yourself instead of starting from that place of hate. Because if you change the framing even just that little bit, I feel like it sets you up for longer-term success. Anytime that I've started or restarted this journey until this last time, it always was from a place of hate or self-loathing or just being sick and tired of myself um, and being fed up with something. But if you think about it, if you hate something and you start out trying to change something from a place of hate, how long do you really stick with it? It doesn't have to be a fitness and nutrition journey. Just thinking like reflecting back on your life. Anytime I started because I hated something or was unhappy with something, I didn't stick with it for very long. Like it wasn't sustainable for me.
0: Right. It it can be tough because when you don't like yourself, it's really hard to live with yourself and taking on this fitness and nutrition journey is really fucking difficult in the first place. So you really have to learn things like self patience and self care and, reading all these signs that your body is giving you, a whole bunch of things that that you don't know about right now. And I feel like learning to love yourself for who you are right now is really fucking hard. Trust me, I am going through some shit right now and I feel that more than anything when I said it just two seconds ago. Like sometimes it takes a lot of work to get there. You have Mm -hmm. to rebuild stuff with yourself, but by accepting ourselves for who we are right now and at whatever point we are in in our journey, be it personally, be it spiritually, be it fitness wise, it doesn't matter. It's important. Not only for your mental health, but just for the appreciation of what our bodies can do right now at this very moment. Like I know that if the zombie apocalypse broke out five minutes from now, I'm fucking set, dude. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I'm self sufficient enough as is. Now I'm actually strong enough that I can do shit. Like I'm good.
1: (laughs) And like we always say, everybody has to start somewhere. But I think that that's super important to focus on too. Like everybody starts somewhere. Everybody has a day one, and everybody has at a different point in the nonlinear plot line that is a fitness and nutrition journey in life in general like of course you're not where you want to be on your fitness journey right now i'm not where i want to be on my fitness journey right now it's not because i'm for lack of trying or not doing things i just don't want to be exact i'm not exactly where it's i want a, to be
0: it's yeah it, it, it never ends like that's the thing about self-improvement and that's the thing that's why you have to learn to love yourself because yes. self-improvement is just it always goes
1: Exactly. And the point is like starting it or picking it back up because of where you want to go. That's Mm -hmm. why we stress making a smaller list of goals that are achievable that will move you along your nonlinear path.
0: Yeah, that's that's a thing to always remind yourself of this journey is is hardly ever linear it's linear for about 15 minutes at the start and then it's all over the place dude it's like yeah. a scatter chart after that like you're gonna lose weight consistently at the very beginning and that's great because it keeps you motivated and you need that when you're starting because mm-hmm. you you don't have the discipline yet motivation is what happens before discipline kicks in mm-hmm. so right now you're just working on that motivation Think about how many times you start from a place of hatred and how many times that shit blows up in your face. Because personally, Mm. I can name, oh, I don't know, about a thousand examples off the top of my head. Like when you do stuff with the motivation of negativity, it never fucking works. Spoiler alert. Here's a life tip. When you do shit out of a place of negativity, it's never going to fucking work. And it doesn't matter what facet of your life you're doing it in. It's always Um, going to end
1: negatively. If it started uh, negatively... It's probably going to end negatively also. Yeah.
0: So don't set the tone. You're setting the tone right now at the beginning of your journey. You want it to be a good journey. You don't want it. I mean, it's going to suck. We we all know it's going to It's not the most miserable thing you're ever going to do, but you're you're not always going to see your results right away. So you need to give yourself that grace that you allow to other people. First and foremost, mm-hmm. you need to be the most patient with yourself. I want to say this and I don't want to sound like an asshole by saying it, but uh, it's the truth. Fuck everybody else and their needs. You need to take care of yourself first, because if you're not in a good place, all of this is going to be for naught. Uh, you're going to go through all the motions, go through all the effort. You're going to get really mad at yourself. You're going to get frustrated and you're going to want to quit. So make sure that shit's right with yourself before you embark on this journey, because honestly, that is going to be the game changer, I think.
1: Yeah. and And typically like, If you just think about anything that you've done in your life, if it started from a place of negativity, it's usually typically going to end in negativity. Mm -hmm. Like it's not going to, I mean, there are those, those happenstance times when it doesn't end up negatively but it's probably because at some point you changed the mindset to a more positive one. But if you try and attempt to start from a more positive place, when you're embarking on this, I feel like that sets you up for way longer term success.
0: Absolutely. And you have to remember that this, this isn't a linear process. Again, we're going to say this a lot. This is not a linear process. It's going to be up and down and you're just going to have to be, you're going to have to learn patience with yourself, patience with yourself, I think is the best tool in your toolbox when it comes to this entire, this entire thing of fitness and nutrition, because when you appreciate yourself, you automatically start appreciating the things that you do for yourself more Mm -hmm. like treating your body better. Your body's a machine and it can do amazing shit. It's going to change, but it takes some time to get where you want to go and you you've gotta be able to have the patience and the grace with yourself to know And the that.
1: love for yourself. Yeah. Like
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think
1: when I this last time I don't wanna say last time around, but the last time I restarted, uh-huh. which was like two and a half years ago. But the only reason I stuck with it was because I loved and respected myself enough to not give up. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to start this episode off with that topic in particular, just because I think it's super important. And you and I both have experienced this uh, in, one, in one way or another, sometimes deeper than others. But I think it's super important to start from that place of love or at least self-respect for yourself to get yourself started. Because a lot of this is going to hinge on that self-respect for yourself. Like, Are you going to show up today? Because you respect yourself or because you don't. Because if you don't respect yourself, it's easier to make excuses and not do it.
0: Also, if you don't respect yourself, who the fuck's going to? Right. Like, let's let's be real. If you're not going to respect yourself, do you really expect other people to respect you? That's how I view it. Maybe that's a cynical yeah. view. Maybe that I don't know. But if I don't care for me, how are other people going to care for me, you know? Right. Exactly.
1: And that's just like a life lesson, I guess, you know, age advice. (laughs) The other thing too, is like things right now aren't like particularly easy. I think it's super important to be willing to and able to make it work with what you have. Like gyms may not be open in your area and, or maybe you're not comfortable going to a gym right now. Like, yeah, sure. It's right now. Currently when we're recording this, it's the beginning of the year. There are great deals at gyms. We may have to do some research on this, but I know like Crunch, for example, here in Omaha, you can sign up for the deal that they have going on at the beginning of the year. And after a couple of weeks, you can freeze your account until you're ready to go back while still retaining the promotional price. Freezing huh. your account just means that they don't charge you until you unfreeze it. Like Most places now, too, are also like being innovative. Like They are offering classes at home just with the things that you have around your house. So, like, if you do want to, want to get on the deal, they also have options for you to do things at home. But I think some pl- a lot of places now have policies intact that you can freeze your account, come back when you're comfortable type of a thing. Um, that way, you can still have your gym membership. It's there when you're ready to go back, but you don't have to go until you're comfortable.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, look around. Just... My word of advice is to look for the gym that's closest to your house or your work, wherever you're going to be going to the gym directly from. If that makes sense, that was kind of word salady. y uh, The closest location to where you plan to visit from. How about that? Okay. Um, but like for us, we literally picked the closest gym to our house and it happened to be one that we really liked, we would drop in every time we would come back. And then it's like, well, damn, I really like this place. Okay. I guess I'll be a member if I ever come back. And then we did move back and we were members until all of this happened. And then, you know, like with, with COVID, everybody's world got turned upside down and mm-hmm. with the nature of our job, like I don't feel comfortable going out in public a lot because we talk to doctors, we talk to athletes. Like, mm-hmm. so I had to actually cancel my gym membership and that really sucks because I don't want to hurt a local business, but at the same time, I can't spend that money either. You know, it's like you're, you're stuck either way, but if you can get in on one of these deals where you pay the promotional price and then they just freeze your account, that's a win for everybody.
1: Yeah. I, I think that like, I'm not sure. That's why I said we'd have to do a little bit more research, but if you call up a gym and be like, Hey, I do want to join your gym. I really like what you have going on and what you guys are about. Can I sign up? Pay for a month or two, like uh, for example, one of the big Globo gyms has a ten dollar off every month. Like that's your fee every month is ten bucks. Yep. Um, but I would think that most places now would be more willing just to even get people in the door to freeze your account at least for a specified period of time. Maybe they have a cap on it, but it's worth looking into just to get that promotional pricing. And if you can't find that and it doesn't work for you and you don't want to go to a gym at all, you can find items around your house to add weight to any movement. Like you can can get creative as shit.
0: (laughs) Like I, I did. Um, so our, our boss, he's like, Hey, I need a workout plan. And I was like, okay, what you got? And he's like, well, I've got jugs and I can put water and sand in them. I've got a bike. I'm like, okay, cool. So I wrote him like a three day a week, um, four or five week plan with just like milk jugs full of sand. It's like, okay, you're going to do double jug Uh, calf raises right you're gonna do single jug goblet squats you're gonna do double jug rdls like you can use anything around your house anything can be used for resistance training yeah like like you could grab a
1: bag of dog food too like laundry detergent fill a backpack full of shit like you can you can get as creative as you want to make anything heavier (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's it's you can use a full backpack, for example, is a really good one. Uh, If you have some really big like we're nerds in our house, we've just got textbooks chilling on our our bookshelf in the in the living room. So you can put a couple textbooks in your backpack, squats with that. Mm -hmm. Um, You can do deadlifts with it. You can do chest press with it. There's so much that you can do with everyday shit that's in your house. And if you need some ideas, definitely shoot us an email. Hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com because we can help you out with that. Um, I've actually been digging into a lot of like, not adaptive because adaptive training, I feel like is for if you have um, physical handicaps, but it's more like um, ingenuity training, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess you could call it, where you just take whatever you have and say, fuck it, I'm going to work out with this. When there is a will, there's a way. There's always a way. Exactly. Canned food, like whatever you have, you can use anything for real, as long as it's not going to break. Exactly.
1: Like it may not necessarily be easier, cost effective to set up yourself up with a home gym. Like I know uh, both of us kind of got lucky, like looking through Facebook marketplace and things like that and finding deals and just like hawk eyeing everything because that's we... We didn't foresee this being the way it was, but we wanted to have a plan in case yes. it did. Um, so, like, maybe that isn't cost, cost effective or intuitive for you or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but, like, we, there are some things that can make movements a little bit more difficult that aren't that expensive. Like, we've got some items up on our website, MeatheadTestKitchen.com, that links to our Amazon store. Things like resistance bands are typically less than 20 bucks for a pack of them. If you get the, the thinner, smaller ones, they come in different sizes, they come in different tensions, and they can be used for a ton of different movements. If you just look up resistance band training on Google, you'll get pages and pages and pages of different movements that you could do. A jump rope's a great investment. That's like five, 10 bucks.
0: Yeah. Make sure, um, make sure you get one that's the right height. Yeah. If you're taller, you will need a longer jump rope. If you're shorter, you will need a shorter one. Uh, I think target has like a pretty good $10 one. One of those beaded ones like we used to have in gym class. Yeah. 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 Those are great. I have a couple of those at our house.
1: You want to make sure and not, they don't necessarily always, um, label this on the packaging, but the handle should not go past your armpits. Yeah. Um, just to make sure that it's the correct height. And usually you can cut those to make them the correct height. And they have instructions on how to do that in there. If you do want to invest in dumbbells, they can be expensive with the more weight that you have, but if you're just looking for something a little bit heavier for your training and you don't want to do your laundry detergent, it might be something to look into. You can find some decent deals now. I know a couple months ago it was a little bit more difficult. They were more like two dollars a pound, but I think a dollar, dollar and a half a pound, it, it's worth the investment if you don't want to use canned goods.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you can you can start finding dumbbells. Easy to find places again, like Target. Mm-hmm. like walmart uh walmart honestly has the best price of anybody i've seen uh they actually come in on some brands less than a pound yeah or less than a dollar pound sorry um so definitely check that out and you don't even need like f- you don't even need like a 5 15 25 set you can start yeah. super cheap and they come in like two three five eight ten and twelve yeah um And you might even be able to find those on marketplace right now. You don't need a lot of weight to begin with, and you don't want a lot of weight to begin with. We like to say, start small. This is another one of those situations where you do want to start small and work your way into it. Um, One of my, uh, one of my friends, she recently uh, was looking for dumbbells and I was like, okay, well, what are you looking for? You know, whatever. I feel like we've both been helping our friends and family find gym equipment during all of this Mm -hmm. because we're pros at it by now. Um, But I was like, okay, so what do you need? And she's like, oh, I don't need anything more than, like, 15 pounds right now. I'm like, okay, perfect. Look at X, Y, and Z, and you should be good to go. It's not super hard to find as of right now. So if you are thinking about getting some equipment, now would be the time to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, Just because, let's be real, who fucking knows? You you can't even predict it anymore. But you can also make it but you can also make any movement more difficult with body weight by adding pauses or more reps. So you just do the movement slower. You add pauses or you add more repetitions. You're increasing that time under tension, which is going to help you build muscle. And it's, it's effective. Yeah. I like Go training is a thing.
1: Oh my gosh. When I, when I want to make this, like even like having the equipment that I do, sometimes I want to focus on my form too. So I'll drop the weight and then just hold my time under tension. Still difficult, but I don't have as much weight, and I'm focused. I'm able to then focus specifically on the form. All these, like, there's tons of things that you can do to to make things more difficult and and or interesting. Like, I've seen some creative stuff online. Like, it's amazing. And yeah, if you, you can- can't think of ideas, you can always email us too. Like, okay, like for real though, how do I hold this jug of laundry detergent to do a goblet squat? Like, hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com. We here for you.
0: So we want to help you set up for success this year in your fitness journey. And part of that is going to be paying attention to your negative behavior. Um, And I feel a little bit called out talking about this right now, but this is just as much for me as it is for you. So you, you really have to stop comparing yourself to other people. Let's be real. We're going to talk about this one right away. This one's tough Mm -hmm. because we live in the age of social media and the age of the overshare where everybody has to have their opinion every second of every day on the internet And that's not good for any of us. Our brains aren't meant to work that way. And I feel like this is part of the reason people are so fucking miserable half the time. They're Mm -hmm. too invested in what's going on on social media. You have to remember, your body is your body. It's going to take time to be accepting of it. But working towards loving what you have is a mental and physical game changer that will Fucking just open up the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of times, the way that your muscle builds is genetic. You might not ever have a six-pack. Dude, I have been trying to have visible abs for three years, and it's just now happening. It takes my body a long time to shed that midsection fat. Mm -hmm. Like, you... You may never have big quads like me. You may never have awesome broad shoulders like Sasha or fucking sick biceps. Like you have great arms, dude. I'm so (laughs) jealous of you, but you know, the work that you've put in, you know, what you've done and you, what you've done is enough. What you're doing is enough. Be accepting of yourself and your body and all of your capabilities, because it will be so freeing especially at the start of your journey. Again, oh, yeah. we're coming back to that whole love yourself thing. If you don't come from a place of love, all of this is going to be in vain. You're fucking awesome, and you're capable of doing hard, amazing things that scare you right now. Every, You know what? I really do buy into the if your goal isn't scary, it's not big enough thing, mm-hmm. because it should scare you a little bit. But give yourself some time, and you know what? I bet you'll crush it.
1: Well, and fear, too, is like a, I have like... A little bit of that towards the end here but fear is fear obviously and and it's scary and and whatever but fear is also a necessary part of growth like if you Mm -hmm. don't have fear how many times would you have grown if you hadn't walked through that fear like and how awesome does it feel when you've walked through the fear and gotten to the other side and you're like holy shit i'm a fucking badass i I lived through that i did that thing like fear is is important but just kind of embrace that, especially with something like this. There are times when like legitimately you should be scared, like watch out for yourself. That's a gut instinct thing. But in this specific case, when we're talking about fitness and nutrition, embrace the fear. It's okay to embrace the fear because honestly, that's probably going to be the, fu- the, the fear fuel that gets you to the other side. And when you look back at, you crush that first small goal, you're going to be like, Fuck. Yeah. Fuck you fear. Like we've said, fuck fear a bunch on this podcast, but that's what we mean. Like embrace it. And then it can fuck off once you get to the other side of this first. Yeah.
0: You're, you're allowed to be scared. You're not allowed to let fear run your life.
1: Yes, absolutely. 100%. Don't
0: let it be you. (laughs) Honestly is a great
1: transition to the next topic. Is it that you can't or is it that you won't? Yeah. This one's super tough. Because it's a mindset thing. Is it that you cannot physically do a push-up or an extra rep? Or is that you won't do it? Because there is a difference. Someone said this to me one time, a couple times, when I was training for that half marathon. And I was making excuses. And she said, hold on. Is it that you can't run an extra quarter mile? Or is it that you won't do it? Because you already ran nine. So... You can, extra? Yeah, you just like, won't what, do it. Nothing.
0: Yeah.
1: It's it. And it's and that's that, that kind of comes into play, especially on your shitty, not great workout days. Like, is it physically, is it because you're physically incapable or is it because you don't want to do it? Cause you don't want to try and you're tired. Like there is a difference, like push through it. It might fucking suck and it might just not be fun at all, but you can do it. Some, most of the time you can do it. So then a lot of the time, maybe you won't want to do it. But I think that that like recognizing that that is going to happen and like finding that grit will help you continue a little bit further along in your journey too.
0: Absolutely. My determining factor of can I or do I just not want to is can I even lift it off of the rack or the ground? Yeah. Like it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but I'm going to try it. And I, you know what? That deadlift, that heavy one rep max, sometimes you got it. And if you don't, you already know as soon as you try to lift it off the floor. And that's okay. You tried. That's right. all that matters. You put in the fucking effort. That's all that this is about, putting in the fucking effort.
1: Absolutely. Like, I, when she said that to me, I was like, hold up. Because that day, I didn't want to. It's not right? that I couldn't do it. I didn't want to. And that ever, that stuck with me ever since... That And that was like a a year and a half ago, but like every now and then you have a shitty one in general shitty day, but you'll have that shitty workout and you're like, I can't do it. And then you're like, no, you won't do it. And then you hold on a little bit longer. Like you're in a dead hang. This was me yesterday. I'm like, I can't do it. And I was like, I don't want to do it. Okay. I got 30 more seconds and it sucked and I hated it. My hands hurt and my hands cramped up, but I did it anyway. That's my point.
0: Ronda Rousey said it best. Don't be a do nothing bitch. Right. Don't. (laughs) Don't be a do nothing bitches. Don't change the fucking world. Okay. Don't be a do nothing bitch. Right. If you have time to watch three episodes of a TV show while sitting on the couch, you have time to move your body for 30 minutes. And I think a lot of times it's really easy to make the excuse that we don't have time for things but we always make time for what's important to us. Mm -hmm. Um, So you just have to decide what's really important to you. Can you watch one less episode of King of the Hill and go move your body or do some meal prep self, (laughs) Um, you know, like, or have the best of both worlds, get a treadmill and put it in your living room or put it in your basement in front of the TV. That's how I started really consistently moving my body. We bought a treadmill and put it in the living room of our apartment. And we would just, I would watch true blood while I built up my mileage on the treadmill, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you say it a lot. Find a way, not an excuse. Yeah i I actually heard this
1: the other day um, on a podcast, and I was like, I, I I think about this quite a bit anyway because mm-hmm. I do say "find a way, not an excuse" quite a bit because it's something that I I have to tell myself sometimes. Are you making an excuse, or are you are you literally don't have the time? Like, are yeah. you going to watch eight episodes of a show on Netflix later? Well, bitch, you got time to go for a mile walk. It takes 20 minutes. Get your ass right. outside and then reward yourself watching eight episodes of something. Like, I really have to do that sometimes. I was like, you know what? I think it's important to bring especially at the beginning of the year, because it's like, right now, yeah, maybe we have more time on our hands. But like when life gets back to some kind of normalcy or what normal is now, whatever that may be, it's easier to make the excuses because you're probably going to be tired some days or whatever. You can find time if you make the time. If that means getting up a half hour earlier, maybe you're not a morning person, even if it's 15 minutes, before you go and hop into the shower, go run around the block or take a walk around the block. You can find time if you make the time. You just have to make the time.
0: That's the thing. You have to make the time. And making (laughs) the time can be hard. It can. So if you don't know how to make the time, see our last episode about building healthy habits and we will help you figure that out. Like it's time management is one of the harder parts about all of this. Let's be honest. Like time management's tough for all of us as busy adults in the world that we live in. And uh, this will help you kind of work on your time management skills. It it worked for me. Like this was Mm -hmm. always like, okay, I got to go do, I have to do this. So I need to build out two hours to be able to do X, Y, Z, and then go to my thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And it actually makes me be on time to stuff, which has never happened before in my life. (laughs) Well, it's just like, it's like having a plan.
1: Like you say this quite a bit. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Like I did hear this. I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's what I do for a living. Um, But I heard this on another podcast and it stuck with me also. Like you're not going to go into the gym and make up a gym session on the spot. Like you're not going to write out, unless you're Sadie, like- then maybe you will, but you're, but people like me and and the next person who's listening to this podcast, you're not, you're just not going to do that. Like we kind of touched on this in in a couple episodes, but when we were talking about calculating your total daily expenditure, energy expenditure, like your TDEE, when we were talking about macros, it's not what you want to do. It's what are you actually doing? So having a plan in place for your gym routine is really important. Like do a little bit of homework, find something that makes you think, you know what? I can do that. And then do it. Like find something that's going to work. We talked about this in the, um, find your, your gym soulmate, like your workout soulmate. What is something like make a list. That's a, that's starting a plan. Like make a list of shit you like to do. Like, how do you like to move your body? Then find a program that reflects that. Pick a time of day that you know, you can make work and that you can commit to whenever you decide you're going to work out, whether that's yeah. three days a week, four or five, whatever.
0: And we've said it before, we'll say it again, start small, keep these things in mind when you're starting your journey. You don't have to move mountains on day one. You shouldn't move Mm. mountains on day one. You'll throw your back out. Right. (laughs) Like, (laughs) take 20 minutes on Sunday
1: and plan out your meals for the week. If that seems too daunting, just figure out what you're going to have for dinner each day. It's a step forward on your journey. Like,
0: Meal planning is part of the process, and that's often really daunting in and of itself so just plan your meals out and then cook them and then as you get more comfortable with the process you can always start streamlining your process efficiency i i love efficiency like few things make me happier (laughs) than an efficient fucking process so you will you'll build in your own efficiencies and you'll start to figure those things out as you go You have to love yourself enough to begin this journey in a positive space. Hello, we have come full circle. But to get to where we're going, you need to be able to be okay with baby steps Mm -hmm. and slip ups and being able to hit small goals by small goals before you eventually reach that big goal. I say this a lot and we should probably just put it on a t-shirt, but I think it's a good (laughs) illustration because you say it all this time. I'm going to make you a t-shirt and it's going to say this. You have to have snowflakes to build your snowman. Everything starts with little goals and then it leads up to that bigger goal or the bigger picture, but you have to give yourself the time to do it. Right. You don't like, you don't, those giant mountains, we're in Nebraska. So those giant
1: mountains of snow that we had a couple weeks ago, like those didn't happen because, you know, like it happened over a period of time. Granted mm-hmm. that period of time was a few hours, but if you t- talk about tiny little snowflakes, yeah, it took a long time to a, a lot of amount of snow.
0: I mean, time. those little shit stick together and they make one big snowflake.
1: Exactly. Like you just have to start small. We say it a lot, like be patient with yourself, start small. And I know maybe that sounds maybe we're getting what's the word I'm looking for? Monotonous. <laughs> I don't know. But these things are important. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't keep repeating them. Like, you've got this. You're an amazing human machine. Your body is legitimately a machine. If you commit yourself and you're doing the thing, you're going to get there, regardless of how fast or how slow it takes. And we're here to cheer, cheer you on to that next goal, to the snowman of your goal. Email us at hello at com. Like, we are here for you. We got you. Yeah.
0: We got you covered for whatever you need. Don't be afraid to ask. Like, here's the thing. Every, every pro was once a noob. Mm. I know I come on and I sound like I fucking know everything. And I still don't fucking know everything. I'm still learning shit every day. But I know so much more now than I knew in the beginning. And I guarantee that if you're coachable and if you're willing to learn and willing to do this, you will be a lot farther along sooner than you know. Yes. And then you'll look back and you'll be like, fuck, yeah, I'm a badass. You are a badass. Don't forget that. Meathead Test Kitchen. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.